Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody out there in Internet Radio Land, welcome to another uh, episode of Real People from the Hood. Um, my executive producer is Keith Bledsoe. And what's if anybody want to join the conversation this evening, go ahead, Keith. I'm sorry. Oh, I just said, what's up? That's all. Oh, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> anybody want to join the conversation this evening with Keith and I, you can reach us at 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. This evening, and I want to salute all these single parents out here with these hard-headed-ass kids. These single parents, um, man or either woman or both, trying their best to raise their kids the best way, but the kids just ain't having it. It's getting to the point now you can't tell them nothing. You know, they go outside the house, they hook up with their little group, and then they want to do what they want to do. But when they get in trouble, then you're the first person they want to run to. You know, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta turn your. You can't turn your back on. I was about to say sometimes you need to turn your back on. You can't. You're trying. You know, sometimes you get to the point where you get financially in debt trying to help your son or your daughter. Um, then you gotta raise their kids all over again. So now here you is in your fifties and sixties raising one and two year olds, and 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 you're tired. Um, your feet hurt, your head hurts, and, and, and you got to stay stuck in a job that you really could have advanced in if you hadn't had to be worried about these old knucklehead, run-a-stray-ass kids that we got out here. And I don't understand. You would have to call in and let me understand this. Um, I had a problem with Martin Luther King's kids ever since they didn't pick up a, a brother to do his statue. started with me. And the reason I'm starting with the King's kids is because um, everything they do to me seems like it's just a straight fuck up. Yeah, Mr. King and, and Mrs. King, they were brilliant people. They went to college. They did their thing. They tried to raise their kids the best way they can, but I don't think they put enough emphasis on who they were raising. Now that they've gotten grown, you know, they're spiteful. They seem evil as hell. And Fox News just hired his daughter because she was against immigration and she was against uh, gays and lesbians. Now, how the hell can you grow up in a household 
with a with a father that was he put so much emphasis on fairness, and you come out to be a piece of shit. Not only are you a piece of shit, I'm gonna say it, yeah, but let somebody hire you to dog out the very people that you're supposed to represent. Fairness is fairness, whether you're gay, whether you're an immigrant, whether you're, I don't know. Somebody had to call in and explain this to me. And the simple fact that these parents are really trying to get their acts together and the kids are constantly bringing them down, I can see why a lot of people my age, 57 and up, get reverse mortgages. If you're going to act a damn fool now, you ain't going to get shit when I die. Yeah, I may let you live here, may let you stay in the basement. Yeah, you can smoke your weed with your boys after I done told you you can't bring them over here no more. You sneak your boyfriend in after I told you not to let them in. You drop your kids off after I told you I want to have a weekend for myself. You run off four or five days, can't nobody find you. Then you come back home after you done did everything you wanted to do, and your parents wore the fuck out. Half the time, you don't give them a thank you. Not a kiss on the jaw. Oh, moms, I did this, I did that, or uh, something simple like, I'm sorry. And we are one of the reasons why our parents are dying so freaking um, uh, often. You know, it's a damn shame that, 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 that everything that's happening in society, at least 30, 40% of it is brought on by our own damn kids. Getting back to king kids. You know, they're trying to sell his Bibles and his Nobel Peace Prize. they arguing over the little money that he had and whatnot. You know, what, what, well, what, what the hell were you guys doing for the last 30 years? Did you see that we saw different on our end? Being from looking from the outside in, what the hell were you guys thinking? You know, it, you you don't give a shit about your father's legacy. Obviously, you don't by your behavior. You obviously don't give a hell about your race if you're gonna go get a Chinese company to build that little shitty ass statue of them. I'm sorry, it is, I call it the shit brick. I don't like the statue only because a Chinese company did it. Yeah, I said it. I don't like it at all. Everything could have been done differently with that. You know, it could have. We 13% of the population. Black folks is 13% of the population of the United States. And you mean to tell me I that 13%? You can find not one black motherfucker to do that statue? Not one? And you easily sold out. You easily cave in. You easily just just run amok because you got your, you got your father's name. You're using that. You're not even using it for his benefit. You're using it for your own benefit. You're using him to keep your selfish ass afloat. And a lot of parents go through this with their kids. They just, they're in their house so the police don't have to find out or the government don't have to find out exactly where they're at because they're hiding under their mother and under their father doing dirt. I love the black community. Like, like I love my right hand. I love everything that we do. You know, it's sad that we went through the thing we're doing. I mean, we went through you know, and all these uppity niggas, you know, they trying to figure out a way, well, well, I made it, why they can't make it. No, damn it, they let you through. The system know what the hell they doing. They sprinkle a few with some sugar, and then they let those few come out and dog them to the rest of their hate beta based. And they say, oh, yeah, they like that. Yeah, you're black. You should know. You're in the community. You should know exactly how y'all act. No, those are some fucking sellouts. They about as black as a white cloud. 
and it's understandable how a lot of people don't understand how we act as a race because we're, we're really a reflection of what you've done to us. A lot of people say, well, you got to get over that. Uh, it's, it's time. No, we ain't getting over shit because the shit keeps happening only in different flavors. The same thing they did when we got here, they still doing it. They just got slick on our ass to the point where we don't even think about it anymore. We're so simulated to the point where everything that comes at us, we agree with it. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. Kumbala, lights up. Yo, let's party. No, damn it. You better keep that third eye open. You better figure out a way to understand that this system is never going to let us be a part of their system. Never. And when they do do something in terms of helping the black man, it's a catch. But we run off with the turkeys and the hams and shit like like we done got something. We're a part of the, no, we're not a part of this country. We're always going to be outsiders. They got, right now I just read about the Pritzker family, which is a cool thing, I guess. They're setting up labs here in Chicago. And they're trying to study crime, health, education, poverty, and how we use our energy and the environment. We're fucking lab rats. They're getting $10 million to figure out urban issues. Give me 10 and I can tell you right now how to solve urban issues. Leave us the fuck alone. And if you leave us alone, you're going to get jealous. It's like a rhetoric, rhetorical bullshit. Everybody, and in, in, I'm going back, Tulsa, Oklahoma is a prime example of white folks leaving black folks alone. Rosewood, prime example of white folks leaving black folks alone. We can do it. You taught us well when we was in slavery. You taught us how to be craftsmen and, and mathematicians and electricians and how to work the field, how to do better work, how to do things better. Because a lot of those innovations came from working black men. We couldn't go down there and put no, um, 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 we couldn't go down there and, and file things that make things uh, legal for us. Patents, we, we couldn't file patents because you owned us. That means that you own the patent. You have, a friend of mine was telling me, white folks at that, at that time had no incentives to do anything to make their lives better. Black folks did. Why? Because we were doing all the freaking work. So a lot of things that, that's been invented and, 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 and that's, that's been, been innovated and, and just came about as a sky blue, it didn't come out as a sky blue. Black folks got tired of working hard, so they figured out a way to make this shit better. It make it easier. Always have. Stop getting caught up in what the media is saying and what the radio is saying. Don't even listen to me. Do your homework. Do your homework. Everything that the black man has done in America has been overlooked, overshadowed. Nobody talks about it but us. And the ones that do talk about it is getting tired of talking about it because we're talking to a bunch of hot-headed motherfuckers running around here, baby and, and, and pookie them. But one thing I can say about baby and pookie them they understand a lot of shit more than the king's kids did. Anytime you sell your family out to that extent, that extent, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, baby, them going to try to sell their drugs and, and they're going to game thing and they're going to do this and that. A lot of stuff is real, uh, really survival. A lot of people don't understand that stuff. We just happen to be in the way. Their way of trying to figure out how to keep the family afloat. They won't let us get any decent jobs. When we do fuck around and go to school, they'll come up with some bullshit. I read on Facebook the other day. 
that one of the um, one I think I forgot Howard University, one of them, the college, the university, they were banding brothers with locks to come into the classroom, come into the school. Where the fuck did that shit come from? You mean tell me I can't get an education? I'm bright as hell. Probably got a four point oh whatever, grade average. And I can't come into your universe because you don't like my hair? Dumbass shit is that. You already didn't like me because I was black. I got in there because of the federal government. Now you're telling me I can't come to your school because of my hair. A lot of white folks, not all of them, a lot of them are just fucking retarded. They think it's dumbass shit to throw at the black man. And and, 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 and as long as they get a group of them that'll say, okay, it's good. It's almost like a fucking lynching. As long as everybody says okay and ain't going to say nothing, let's go get that nigga. Lynchings. All the lynch we had over 4,000 lynchings in the United States of America. What was the law? What was the police? What was the sheriff? What was the governor? What was the, where was the mayor? You mean tell me you had all those many lynchings and nobody saw nothing? That's the black man in America. And then a lot of you people come up with, you know, this, 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 this God. I'm gonna get. I didn't want to get into it, but I, <laughs> my executive producer is killing me out. We the chat room, y'all. Where was your God? <laughs> Where was he? Pray. What the fuck am I gonna pray, keep praying for? The more I pray, the more I get hit upside the freaking head. I got tired of getting hit upside the head back in my uh, early 30s. I'm sorry. You can call me an atheist, a non-believer. I don't care what you call I call it common fucking sense. Because there's nowhere in the hell you're going to let these people undermine the, the people that pray for, to you the most. We pray the most and get fucked the most. Look at J. Edgar Hoover back in the day. He fucked around and, and allowed these drugs to infiltrate the black community. He bought black traders for less than a thousand fucking dollars a week. They went in and disrupted every black organization that was out there. And he did it up until he died. And then here come Reagan. Everything was going everybody was getting their shit together after King died all through like sixty nine up into uh, into the seventies. We were making strides to to combat the drug use and all that stuff. And hit this motherfucker come and let crack in the community. Now we're in a uh, sense of we we in a we in a down down spiral all over again. As long as we stay black, the most of the most of the system that is white is going to constantly keep throwing shit at us. We dodging shit. We trying to swim rivers and shit, jump over bridges, whatnot, trying to get to where they're at. But they're already there, and they throwing shit at us, trying to keep us from getting there. Then one or two of us get there, and they turn around and say, damn, I got here. Why y'all can't get here? What the fuck did they let you through? you fucking traitor. You got your confetti on the freaking wall, and you, you, you got your trophies, and, and you got your white wives and your white girlfriends. You done made it. And then they'll pull you to the side, oh, um, we were really interested in what that black guy on the corner is going to do with his story. Uh, could you give us an input on that? Let me go down there and figure it out, and I'll come back with some information for you. Can I keep my white wife? In the suburbs, where you at? Can I live next door to you? 
fucking pathetic. I'm pissed because I, King Kansas pissed me the fuck off. I'm sorry. When they came out with their statue and I saw the one, um, I'm trying to think of what African country was that. When they had like a 200-foot bronze statue of this man, woman, and this kid. Which country was that? Was it Nigeria or Chad? A black man did that. Beautiful freaking I wish I knew what country that was, but I could tell you guys. You just have, I just have to do your homework on that one. But I've seen it, and I would love to go visit that country so soon as I find out what the heck country it was. But anyway, as small as they were, they fouled their parents' name. Smart as hell, smart as a whip, doing their thing, but fucking the community and fucking up his name. Shit shouldn't be, it shouldn't happen like that. And the single parents out here that are doing their thing, trying to keep everything together with their families, I commend them. I know what they're going through. My mom was a single parent. You know, my, my father ran off and did what the fuck he wanted to do, but mom's hung in there. Mom worked every day. Mom was a butcher. She cut up them big-ass cows. She did shit for 30 years until our arthritis set in. And we were living in the projects. Mom would get up at 3.30 in the morning and walk down them nasty-ass, pissy-ass stairs, walk from Larabian Division all the way to Halsted Division to get on a bus to go in a train and go all the way to Forest Park and cut up cows all day long. And she invited us down there to see her. We, 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 we tried our best to hang with moms. Mom just told us she was all right. But luckily for us in the project, everybody knew my mom, Rosie Ross. She sold candy on the weekends, Polish and, and Italian beefs and stuff. So everybody knew her. And sometimes we would come out in the morning and say, yo, man, your moms came out kind of early, man. We walked her to the, um, to the bus stop. The fellas did that. And moms, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't turn radical until I got about, I'm not going to even say radical. I woke the fuck up when I was a sophomore in high school. And mom didn't know who I, who she raised because I hated everything about us, our history here in America. I really did. Still do to a point. A lot of people say it got better. No, it got slicker. It ain't got better. It got slicker. Yeah, they're going to listen to slab because the federal government is in their ass and watching. To a point, every city and state in, in, in the United States, the only thing they're really, really scared of is the federal government. And you got to watch them motherfuckers to a point. The only reason a lot of shit ain't going, going their way right now is because you got that black president sitting up there. They already gutted the Voter Rights Act. You mean all them people walked over that freaking bridge down in Salem, got the head bashed in and whatever, got the Voter Rights Act passed, Voter's Rights Act passed. And then 30 years later, they go and gut the motherfucker. What was the point? Throwing shit. They, the system keeps throwing roadblocks in front of us. And then you got these uppity-ass new niggas thinking, uh, well, you can quit talking about that. Quit going in the past. Our past is our future, damn it. It's going to stay our future. Study your past, you know what the future is. I don't understand it. Got to get into a whole new frame of mind, everybody out there. And, again, I salute these single parents. I really do. I love them. Your kids, it's a whole other ball game. You're trying. You're trying. They even set up roadblocks to that. You hit a, you hit a little Fabio, they fuck around get on the phone and call the police and have your ass locked up. Like, damn. I ain't fucking here. Let me give you his clothes, his, his old-ass, all 
little motherfucker then. If, I, if you don't want me doing nothing with him. Yeah, I saw a little young girl on um on Facebook with a sign that really fucked my head up. She said, the police are killing our daddies, and then they make fun of us because we don't have a father. Think about that one, y'all. We're ready to go on break, commercial break, and then we're going to play a song, and then we'll come right back. Again, if you want to call in, put your two cents in. It's 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. Hope you call in. Here's a commercial, and listen to this song. See you later. Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man.
Yeah. <laughs> is that brothers or brothers or the Chamber of Brothers? Which one was that? That was brothers or brothers. Brothers or brothers. Okay, I thought it was nineteen seventy-five. Nineteen seventy-five. Old school. Well, Keith, I'm hot. I got to have me a cigar of the energy in a minute. So, um, anything you want to add to this conversation while I'm chilling out? No, you you had a good role going. I mean, I, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. With the, with the King kids, they they when you, when you said evil and spiteful, I said, damn, you know what? They do seem to have that kind of uh, uh, vibe about themselves. And uh, as far as Bernice yeah. being against the AIDS, I mean, she she didn't seem to be too enthusiastic about Voice and being against uh, her own pastor Eddie Long, who was a pastor at one time, until they got uh, you know <laughs> caught up with you know screwing around with these uh, young young boys. And even then. You know, her chastisement of him was almost like, uh, well, I'll give you one rose instead of three, you know. So hmm. I don't know. Uh, you know. And first of all, the government's taking care of them. They're totally dependent on the government, on the system. So, and, and they're walking that fine, goody kid line. They don't want to, you know, they, they're in a good position as long as they do exactly how they're doing. So I just hmm. wanted to throw okay. that part in there. It's a uh, lot as far as... Uh, Thank you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's it's a lot of things that 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 um, no, the record said it right. Let your mind be free. You got to open up. Our, our history will tell us where we need to go. See, we need to get close with the Native Americans. We really do. We need to find a way to have those Native Americans to be on every board, every community organization's board in the United States of America, because history will tell you what this system and these people that are in charge will do to you as a race. You see, because American Indians, they didn't have newspapers. They didn't have Internet, TV, radio. They didn't have, as a matter of fact, the communication skills when, they're great, when it comes to talking to other tribes. You know, they, can only, they only did so much. They were simple people. The American Indians, when it got cold up north, everybody packed up and moved down south. When it got cold down south, everybody packed up and moved further west. I don't know. They did more traveling just because they were open, and they stayed within their land uh, boundaries. Keep them, don't, keep, don't get me wrong. The American Indians did fight amongst themselves. It was a tribal thing, just like they're doing over in the Middle East. But the American Indian has gotten screwed so much by this country to the point where they're damn near extinct. They extend physically, mentally, communicate with them because I'm pretty sure they communicate amongst themselves now that the government gave them back some of the money or some of the means to make money with those casinos and, and their land and they can get the oil rights and everything. But the Keystone Pipeline would tell you what happened when they decide when they want something, they're going to take it. How the hell are you going to tell me this is all my land, but you decide you can make more money by screwing me over again and you're going to make it intimate domain? This is an energy thing. No, it's a, it's a greed, no scruples whatsoever. This system, if it wants something from you, it's going to take it, real simple. And they want to try to keep you in your place. That's the only reason the middle class is screwed up right now, Keith. The only reason, and this is my opinion, is because too many black folks were entering, entering the middle class. $1,000 a year, you can enter the middle class. You know, you got the middle, you got lower middle, middle, and then upper middle class. And there was too many black folks entering that class of folks. So they rather just cut out 
everybody, even the ones, the white folks that made it and got a comfortable whatever job position, they would have cut them out too. Then they had them black folks get into that position. You know, and 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 this, and this country is real good at putting putting races against each other because when a white man gets scared that he's going to lose his 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 standing in society, whatever you want to call it, if they get scared to the point they do dumbass shit like stand your ground or you can carry your weapon anywhere you want to go to protect your kids. Protect them from what? I'm hearing about all these little kids shooting themselves because these dumb motherfuckers got guns laying around like apples and oranges. Then they want to go to the freaking store with they automatic machine guns and rifles and shit. But then let a black man, a, a group of black men do it, then they want to harass the hell out of them. And then the problem with a lot of, I feel sorry for a lot of white folks because they're getting screwed more than we are. They making them. They they make they they're fear. They making them fearful of, of them. Every shadow, every deep voice, every hoodie. Anybody that can rap and 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 they like our music. They they scared of that because their kids may pick it up. The kids are smarter than the parents. The white kids these days are much smarter than the parents. We wouldn't have a black president if it wasn't for these particular white kids because they got tired of the bull. They got tired of hearing that bullshit their mother and father was talking about. They around us more. They see what we're doing. They like our call. They like this thing that we're doing. They do. They imitate it, good and bad. But I feel sorry for them because they're gonna always be broke dealing with the same motherfucker that's telling them that we ain't shit. They pay higher rent in an area that that shouldn't be that much. I mean, here in Chicago, you got people paying sixteen hundred dollars a month for a one bedroom apartment on the north side where they think it's safe. No, that's the get-out section. There's no way in the hell that shit should be that much money over there. You you feel you'll feel safer here, on the on the um over over in Lincoln Park area, because there's not that many blacks than you would over in Inglewood, where there's a lot of blacks at. But what they fail to tell those 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 victims, those white victims, is that they're the one that's causing all this shit. We try to go to school, police harassing us on the way to school. We try to make it better for our families. They make it so our families can call on each other and get locked the fuck up. Sometimes the women go after the man if the man is not giving her enough money, they want to put him in court and that then they got the driver's privileges taken away, the income tax money is gone. Stuff and don't want to do anything. He get locked up for, for, for disobeying a court order. Again, with the single parents, with their high-headed-ass kids, they don't want to do shit. Then you got these soft-ass organizations over here. You know, they'll pass out turkeys, book bags, and hams. But the major issues, they're not going to address them. I think the idea that I have for the ex-felons, I think I'm going to take it to the Pritzker family, and they're white. They want to spend the money to see how everything goes in the black community, I'll tell them, leave us the fuck alone. But if you really want to help, Make sure everybody, black, 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 brown, or whatever, is able to vote, even felons. Let them vote. If you really want to help, help them to, to integrate the community as a, as a force to be reckoned with because the, the felons, when they come out, they usually join a situation where they, they got them in trouble in the first place. No, separate them. Tell them only way that we're going to be able to keep our neighborhood safe is got to be on them because they know. We're going to do you a favor, do us a favor. 
integrate in the neighborhood, try to talk to the brothers and sisters and tell them this ain't the route to go. They got a lot of programs just doing that now. They really do. But I'm talking about on a grand scale where the felons will actually get something out of it. They'll get a right to vote. They get the citizenship back. Then, like I said, we're going to hook up with the AFL-CIO and the uh, major Teamster unions and try to get these guys to to, to um, sell weed once the governor comes aboard because Governor Reiner, right now, he's going to need a stream of income. He's going to, to, he gonna, he's gonna have to vote for marijuana to be legal in the state of Illinois. Felons can move right into that, the felons, and they can get involved in making some money. They can have money in their pockets and take care of their families. They got the right to vote. They can help keep the community safe. Ain't no more of these little young knuckleheads, uh, uh, wolf packs running around here knocking out 80-year-olds and, and jumping on little kids going to school because they ain't got shit else to do. Your job is to tame the motherfuckers. Our job on the other end would be able to let you do what you need to do, keep the police off your ass when you're trying to do something. Yeah, they may fuck around and do a better job than the police, and the police is they half of them just as corrupt as whatever. Because you cannot get, uh, I'm getting off the subject. No, it's still the same subject. You cannot bring a lot of white guys with funky ass attitude that been that grew up in a family and all they hear was nigga, nigga, nigga. Now you're gonna get that motherfucker a badge and a taser, and now tanks and machine guns and and and, and shields and whatnot. And you're gonna have him come into the community and police those same people that he's been dogging out for like the last ten years before he went to grew some nuts. Now you want to work around, and now his main job now is to kick motherfuckers in the ass and get paid for it. Black motherfuckers in the ass and getting paid for it. They they get a thrill out that shit. I'm sorry, I think that uh, I think that uh, we are at the police. I don't know. Maybe this is what they want because if, if the way things are going, this is what they're gonna get. You know, they just recently another brother got killed in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, shot five times in the chest. See, if, if black folks ever overcome death and really meant to do something to hold people accountable, it, it would be bad news for a lot of innocent people. But the people would out out war against the police department. I don't mean in the streets when they're in in mass and have shields and tanks. You'll never beat them then. But see, they have to go home, and they go to the grocery mm-hmm. store, and they go shopping, they go bowling, they go swimming. And if the, what what I hope don't happen is the black folk would come around with an unspoken rule, an unspoken code of ethics, an unspoken code of conduct, where we don't even have, have to talk about it. We know what to do. And they're leaving black folks with not too many other choice other than to fight fire with fire because, I mean, look, the feds aren't going to do anything. Nobody's doing anything. I don't give a damn what the holders say or the federal government say. They should have at least took these son of a bitches and tried their ass and let a jury decide whether they're guilty or not. They didn't even try to take them to court. So... I just wanted to throw that in there. When you you started talking about the police, and I started getting a little burned because I'm I'm tired of uh, our our issues within our, amongst ourselves put aside. I understand that, and I get that. But I'm talking about these people who are paid to serve and protect, and they have this this satanic element within this police force is doing what they're doing, man. That's all I want to say about that. And and I agree with you. Um... We have no leaders. You know, they, they white politicians do not go after the black vote. 
they go after these these uh, like here in Chicago, these Willie Wilsons and and, and these other Willie Wilson. From, from what I've been hearing, he got honorary degrees and you know seventh grade education, and he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. And now he's the, got money. Now he went for mayor, and he got twenty five percent of the vote. Now he think he's shit. I think Instead somebody put his boots on for him. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't get it. You know, they they trying to pick our leaders for us. You know, come if you want if you really want to cut out of the black vote, do like they did in the back in the day. Close off some streets, invite black folks down and talk to them. Don't fuck around and go to these stars, sell out ass pastors and these bullshit ass ignorant ass politicians that thinking they got enough votes to give any white politician that they want to give them to. Don't do it. Come talk to us. Some of us got enough sense to sit there and listen and, and listen to what you got to say. Don't fuck around. Be introduced by Pastor Da Da Da, or or Willie Will Will, or or, or Mister Da Da Da. Those aren't our fucking leaders. They fucking calm me as far as I'm concerned. Majority of them. Are. And why you people, you church people, let these assholes come in your church and talk this shit to you? It's beyond me. It's beyond me. Like the fucking brain dead or something. Walking fucking zombies. Fucking say amen, then you just don't do shit. Nothing nothing doesn't matter no more because you don't say it amen. The fuck out of here. Other than just sitting on your ass hoping that Pastor Bebe get through banging half the chick in this congregation, then he gonna come and have you to tell you some crap about who you think who he think you should vote for. Or let him say his part in what he's gonna do to try to help the black community. Here in Chicago, look at Meeks. Meeks got that job with the state. He ain't heard shit else from him. I haven't heard from Meeks. I haven't heard me and Hartman. heard from uh, Corey Brooks. I haven't heard from, uh, and Willie Wilson is walking the tightrope now. But uh, I really want to hear what Meeks has to say. Well, I, I've been waiting to hear something from him ever since uh, Rana was talking about that damn 10-year plan for, I mean, a seven-year plan to raise the uh, minimum wage to 10 fucking dollars. Okay. So I guess it's been uh, crickets since that. So I'm just waiting to hear. <laughs> Man, they got theirs. They got theirs for their little friends. They don't give a shit about anybody else. And I would be really surprised, man, if, you know, people don't get together and, and, and just uh, uh, denounce them, man. We got to start denouncing these fools. The black voters out there, we can make up our minds. And my, I, I voted for Ron. He's a fucking Republican. I voted for him because I listened to what Quinn was doing and had to say, and I listened to what Ronald wanted to do and what he's doing. It's fucked up that I had to make that decision, but I refuse to let Chicago become another Detroit. Quinn was just giving away too much. It's going to be interesting to see what comes with this brother, not brother, but this mother yeah. in there. Uh, and, I, and, and really... I'm actually trying to wean myself. I get so involved in Chicago, man. It's like, damn, I'm, wait a minute, you don't even live there. But, I mean, my people there, my house there, man. I, I don't even, what's happening over here in Texas, I, I don't even follow this shit, man. <laughs> you know? so, you uh, are in an so, interesting uh, state, man, when it comes to politics, though, man. You know, they don't, oh, they yeah. like, they have a whole fucking new island. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show, but, uh <laughs> I, I I I just hope that Chicago and Illinois can get it together, man. It's just too too good a place, and you know I, I just 
what it is now compared to my memories coming up back in the day, man, I wish it could be it's somewhere close to what it used to be. You know, so we'll see what happens. You know, uh, I just read they get ready to close down um, Wabash Avenue, um, Jewelers Row. Um, they're going to spend 18 months sprucing that joint up. That's downtown. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they're getting ready to tear up all the, uh, the the Randolph and the Randolph and Wabash Station. They're getting ready to remodel that puppy. And oh, that's right, right, under, right by the tracks, then. Right, right by the tracks, then, right? Yeah, right under the tracks. Jewelers Row. It's going. To, I, I believe it's going to be beautiful, man, because all they do is sell. Jewelry, expensive ass jewelry on that strip between. Who I'm gonna go far south as Monroe up north till about Lake Street. It may be a further north, south than that, but they're gonna fix that up. You know, um, um, Romney, Rom, I'm Rom, I keep calling Romney. Rom is putting so much money into the downtown area, man, and lakefront areas, and he's so involved with this freaking library. That's one thing too. Why would he fuck around and take part of our park to put a library on? Washington Park. You know, nobody, see, and, and we need to stop that too. We can't let him constantly keep talking about, well, we're going to take part of your rec- recreational area and we're going to put a library on it. That means if they want something else, they're going to do it. The people on the north side will not tolerate anybody touching no parts of Grand Park unless they all voted on it. We get one alderman and some of the little honcho, and they say, oh, here, fuck it, here, take it. You niggas ain't going to say nothing. No, we're going to take it. I heard today when they decided to they decided to delay the decision as to where that library is going to be until after the election, which I don't understand whether or not it's going to be in Chicago. It shouldn't even be an issue. And how can he put it anywhere else? I I, I really believe it's going to be in Chicago. I don't know what what they're talking about, man, but I can't see it going nowhere else. I, I think it's going to be in Chicago. It's just the location where it's going to be at. And you know they they don't have to t- they don't have to touch Washington Park. You know how many people go to Washington Park, man, when Bud Billiken is around and and other different circuses and stuff like that. And that's another thing with the Bud Billiken parade. These high headed ass women and I mean these knucklehead little wolf packs running around here. We don't even go to Bud Billiken anymore because they out there smoking blunts and 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 beating the hell out of yeah, each other. It turns into a little cesspool. So in a way, I can understand why they want to take Washington Park, and I can understand why some don't give a shit. Fuck it, take it. We ain't gonna we gonna fuck what, it up. What, anyway. what, where, where could you see it going? Where, any particular? Uh, I'm trying to think of something before I ask you. I, I know they had a lot of space out there in uh, around in the Roseman area. Actually, you know, of course, they want to put it in the you know stone black area there. But what, 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 any mm-hmm. place that you could see it uh, being built? I can see it. I can see it. Uh, um, Walter Burnett had a good idea about the library along the river. They can actually oh, Reese. along the river, yeah, along the river, right around, um, in the, right around Halstead, uh, going towards oh, okay. North Avenue, right up in that little area. And, you know, it's accessible to everybody. If they really want to do it, 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 they don't have to. Uh, they don't have to worry about any community getting involved because it's city-owned land or private-owned land. They don't have to disrupt any park. Um, they wouldn't have to uh, squawk about um, the beauty because the River Walk is beautiful, man. Now, I mean, they got so many condos and homes and 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 some businesses along that walkway, man. It, it, it ain't funny, and and they got areas where they can actually put that library and solve everybody all these headaches. They can solve all that stuff. Put it along the lakefront. 
You can actually have and, and see that can spruce up a bunch of other businesses too. You can have uh, river boats floating up to the library. You can have people stopping there on their little boats and whatnot. You can have uh, public transportation is already there. I mean, I don't know what about you know. Uh, um, I don't think they got any metro trains going past that area. But anyway, they could take any part of the lakefront, I mean the riverway, and build that thing, and and wouldn't disrupt anybody. They want to do it in Washington Park because he was uh, over in. Um, where did he live at? Was it Hyde Park? No. Hyde Park. Ronsville. Yeah. Yeah, first and Hyde Park. Fifty Yeah, around Fifty First and Wentworth there, that area there. Yeah, you know, and Washington Park is near his home. And you know, and it's right around the Oak Lawn, um, um, Longwood, Oak Lawn area. I think that's Longwood, Oakwood. Oak, yeah, it's Oakwood somewhere up in there. Hyde Park, um, um, Bronzeville, up in that little area. That's cool, but don't take the park from the people that really like it. I'm not saying they, they use it a lot. I like going to Washington Park. I really do. That's near the that's near the uh, University of um, I think it's University of Chicago over there somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah, where they're yeah. going to have the um, that's where the, that's where they're going to have these little uh, urban labs um, um, start. They got two urban labs over there now. One for I think it's education, and the other lab is um, I'm trying to think which one it was. They got one for education and one for crime. And now they're going to open up three more labs for, um, um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember by um, health, crime, education, property, energy, and the environmental use of that, which is good. Again, I could have told I could have gave them, they could have gave me $10. I could have told me to just stay the fuck out of the way. I mean, we're trying. I mean, Quit trying to to give us peanuts up front, but but you taking a whole freaking pasture of trees, keeping it for yourself. Black folks can really do a lot, man, and 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 history tells us that, you know, because right after slavery, everybody had a black. It was black towns all over the place. Black folks got pissed off and burnt them all down. They intimidated them to the point where they had to leave. You know they. One black man had three donkeys. A black white man had one. He got pissed off for that because he can't figure out why that he's doing better than he is because he's working harder. That could be one of the reasons. Yeah. You know, it's not like we haven't tried to do some things. It's not like we haven't tried. I mean, we we had the black Wall Street in Tulsa, you know, and they find a reason to burn it down and drop bombs on it. I mean, if we was to get a a national hotel now, uh, the black organizations, the black churches was pulling resources. I probably build some type of national hotel. Eventually, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, the system will find a way to burn that shit down, fluff it up, contaminate the water, and kill folks. With, you know what I mean? All kind of shit. And, and a lot of people don't even see that, man. You know, they thinking that just because we're able to go to college more and we live in nicer neighborhoods and we're making six figures and whatnot, they, they, we haven't arrived. We oh, haven't no. arrived, y'all. They let us through. They let some of us through, but we haven't arrived. They're going to always find a way. To, to we're gonna always find they're gonna always find a way for us to make two steps forward and kick us back five. Yeah. And and you know, black folks say, Well, you gotta quit blaming a white man. I'll quit blaming him if you just stay the fuck out of the way. You know, and and I, I, I can understand why a lot of white folks feel the way they do. 
if they've been bombarded with, with crap for 20, 30 years about what black folks do, and then they see what black folks are doing, they're going to stop believing well, that shit. You tell one line to be honest with you, To be honest with you, I, I blame white folks and all that shit, too, but I blame the blind, uh, narrow-minded Negroes more than I do anybody. I mean, we, we're, we're more of our own worst enemy than anybody else's enemy. And until we do, status quo, brother. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be as it is. Now it's always gonna be hope. Individuals, there will always be possibilities for the individual. But as a people, and a damn thing happened. Not as it stands right now. It's my opinion. Well, I see right now. I'm going to have to try another avenue as far as my ideas, man. Because these, some of these community organizations over here in Inglewood, man, they're just too freaking weak for me. I'm sorry. They're not aggressive enough. You know, and and if I gotta go over to the other side of the fence. If these people want to tackle urban issues and they got all that money they throw out there, I'm going to throw my ideas at them. If that's what they sincerely want to do, fuck it. I give it to both of them. I give it to the soft ones and give them to them. You know, I don't want to get into this um, WEDB Du Bois and, and um, who, who was it? His rival at that time. Was it? Um, Booker T. Washington. That's what's happening now, you know. They'll take everything Booker T. Washington is is doing in his ministry because he's calm. I mean, he's he's one of the good ones. W. E. D. Du Bois was aggressive as hell. You know, he saw it. He he went in with his eyes open. You know, yeah, that's good enough. No, we don't want to be servants. We don't want to be housemaids. Damn it, we want to be engineers and doctors. Why can't you see that? If you want to help us, help us with that. But that was too much like right. That's like taking some of their little candy away. So they went with Booker T. Washington, gave him everything he wanted, all the money he needed to do his little experiments and his little talks and travels, travels around the United States and whatnot. They gave him all the money he needed to get that, that word out. Be sincere Negroes, and we will help you. They infiltrated the NAACP. You know, like, see, they made us, see, they're not racist. They let us in. No, you motherfuckers took it over. What, you going, grandson? I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sorry, but my grandson moved out of my granddaughter, man. I love him to death. He's been with me 12 years, and now for them to say, Papa, we can really go home, it just... <laughs> sounds different, man. <laughs> it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't fucked in yet. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I've been around all these yep. lives, man. What was I talking about? I got it to my grandson. Yeah, you know, it's like, I'm come on, we got to keep... As long as we follow our history, our history will tell us where we need to go. It really will. You know, and you don't have to be mean-spirited. I hope people don't think I'm mean-spirited. I've been like this since my my, my early 30s when I woke the fuck up. I'm thinking that I woke up. I really do. Yeah, I, I uh, man, it's right there in front of our faces. And why people just refuse, insist on not seeing it, making excuses for you know, our current state. I, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I, 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 it sometimes I just, I had to stop. I had to turn. Start, I had to start thinking about cartoons, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, or something to get my mind off the shit. <laughs> I, I, it, gets, it, it gets so bizarre sometimes. I, I said, damn. I, took, I had to go into cartoons, man. Something funny, you know, so I can get a laugh on. It's, uh, uh, I hope you, you hit it on those, man. We got we, you know. Yeah, we it's it's a lot of that, a lot of that blame is on us, man. Because we don't a lot of stuff that we do in the black community, we don't have to do it. 
you know, we get bored. Some of us get bored and want to go knock out 80-year-olds, and some of us get bored and go downtown and want to smash and grab and, and come back to the neighborhood where you can't even go four blocks out. Now you're king of those four blocks, and you want to make everybody know that you're king of the blocks, the four blocks, so you start harassing yeah. everybody within a four-block area. Yeah. I would love to hear. I'd love to hear somebody talk about, you know, revamping the whole public school system, like I said before, to to get into this mentality, this conflict resolution, anger management. We, we got we to gotta fertilize these seeds, man, because something to counter these violence, these video games. This is what these kids see, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and this is what they emulate. They keep on seeing it over and over again. Next thing you know, they're kind of repeating and repeating it. Same with the music. We 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 don't have nothing to counter that. Uh, and again, that's that just the way I see it. And you know, with that, you know, and and a lot of these folks, man, it's a power grab. You know, you got these 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 politicians want to keep the teachers um, uh, beholden to them. And I can understand what the union is doing, but the union got everybody got to give up something. Unions, you cannot keep tenured teachers who don't give a shit about our kids on your payroll. I don't give a shit. Get rid of that motherfucking that. That's why these charter schools open up here in Chicago. The man just said, fuck it. If you can't control your union, if you can't give me that, let me put in, let me get rid of this teacher and put in a good teacher, well, I'll start a charter school and let them do what they need to do. But the problem with charter schools are, because my, both my grandkids go there, they cannot go against the money. If the kids are in school and they show up, they get paid. So suspending you know what, them, they doing yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest and say I don't even understand this charter school shit. I don't, I don't, even, I don't understand it, man. <laughs> maybe we can, maybe we can talk about that on the next show because I've heard about them, but I don't know how it is compared to public schools. I don't know if one is better than the other. I don't even, I don't even know, man. I, I got to be honest with you. It, I, I'm ignorant. When you are confused. Shit. You are confused because you are. You, I don't even know half the time. All I know is, man, that um, the mayor can control the charter school teachers. He can't control the public school teachers because of the union. It's all politics. That's one you difference. Okay. That's, a, that's, a, that's a big difference. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My baby girl is six years old. She's studying black history right now at a charter school. I didn't get into black history until I was damn near junior in the public school. And the, the charter school, man, they... they they, they they have no say so how many kids can be in their classroom. I know for a fact when my when my baby girl teacher was out, she's having a baby, and and they get a substitute in there. There's like thirty two, thirty five kids in there, man. That's too many damn kids, man. But they can't say nothing because they're there to do what the hell the mayor and the system want them to do. In public school, they will try to keep the shit down to a a, a manageable stage as far as how many kids gonna be in the classroom. And she's in, in the policy, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, 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 they shit, is cool, absolutely cool with our current status. They wouldn't change, yeah. they would change a bit. They are cool with our current status. And they keep, they, those, not, they keep those negative teachers, they keep those unproductive teachers, they keep, they keep them in the black community, really. If they get kicked out of a suburban school because of some dumbass shit they're doing, they're going to send them to a black school. And ain't nothing we can do about it because they're on the payroll, they're in the union, and you can't touch them. And it's been going like that ever since. That's why 
um, a lot of things that happen in, the, in, in black schools. It's not because the kids are, are, are bad or whatever. They're just bored. You ain't teaching them shit. Why are they listen to this bullshit you're talking about and, and, and you don't even want to be there? And you're right. That'll be for a whole other show, man. Okay, in closing, ladies and gentlemen, in closing, Keith, I'll let you say what you need to say, man, then I'll close it out there. We can get the heck up out of here. Uh, well, man, like I say, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go back and what I mentioned before as far as this war uh, is on us. A war is at us. and We are not at war, but this war continues to be at us. Then we're really being left with no choice but to go uh, into that. And uh, that would be an unfortunate state, but I'm not sure I see any, any other possibilities, man. The police need to stop killing us, and those good cops need to start talking some shit in that department and, uh, you, you know, putting some kind of word out to get this shit over with because powder cave waiting to explode. Yeah. And um, all we got to do is study our history. Our history would tell us which way to go. I, I've been saying it all along. Our history would tell you, tell us which way to go. I wish I could speak to some Native American Indians, though. And and what their grandfather told them and their great grandfather told them, it would be interesting as hell to hear this stuff because they wiped out a whole race of people. Now they started on black folks, but we're just not going to lay down and die. And they're going to take us out any freaking way they can, physically and mentally. Okay, that's me, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, again, this is another episode of um, Real People from the Hood. And my executive, um, Bresso, and myself like to wish everybody a good evening and enjoy yourself. I'm about to pop me one of these stogies. And I'm going to call it a day. Next <laughs> we'll week, brother, Jim. Take week. care, brother. Uh, uh, hey, man, there we go, man. Back in black. All right. Okay. Say the black of the best, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. If don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. So please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him. Cause sister, you don't
Yeah. 